Well, NASI with a major announcement this afternoon. NASI says that AstraZeneca can indeed be mixed with mRNA vaccines. And here with more details on this is Dr. Matthew Outen from the Montreal Jewish General Hospital. He joins us now here on 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon. And first of all, congratulations uh, to the city and your hockey team. Big win last night. Thank you very kindly. And uh, may I say... Uh, congratulations to uh, the Leafs and Leafs fans. They put up a fantastic uh, series. I think one's going to be remembered for a long time, and particularly the Leafs goalie, I think, was really to be uh, commended. He did, a, he did a lot of good for that team. Absolutely. Uh, Campbell, uh, we wouldn't have been uh, here without him, without a doubt. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the uh, news of the day, which is uh, Nassie, as I mentioned, ruling that uh, mixing and matching, it's okay? So it's okay within certain parameters. Uh, certainly, Nazi statement makes it clear that uh, we are able to combine doses of two-dose vaccines, which, of course, in Canada really refers to AstraZeneca, Pfizer, and Moderna. And what they say is that if you start with one of the mRNA vaccines, Moderna or Pfizer, you should certainly finish uh, with that same, uh, uh, at least that same group of products, ideally with the same uh, product, but if you have to switch from Moderna to Pfizer or Pfizer to Moderna, there really isn't expected to be any, uh, certainly no safety concerns whatsoever and, and also no efficacy concerns. If you started with AstraZeneca, then uh, NASI's statement says you can either finish with AstraZeneca or you can switch over to one of the mRNA vaccines. Of course, everybody's waiting for the uh, I guess the specific trials that will address this. There's two trials that they uh, uh, are uh, uh, they're expecting to report soon that NASI is uh, referring to. One comes uh, from the UK called the Comcov trial. Another one coming from Spain, the Combivax, and those will both give us some idea as to the relative efficacy. They've already reported. Uh, actually disparate uh, findings, the Spanish uh, trial finding that if you mix and match, you don't have much of an increased uh, risk of local side effects, you know, the tenderness, joint uh, joint uh, pain, uh, uh, fatigue, headache, fevers, whereas the UK uh, study in a uh, uh, letter that they reported their sort of reactogenicity uh, data uh, just a few weeks ago in Lancet, they said there actually was an increased rate of side effects, although whether that is because of actually an increased you know, overall immune response and boosted immune response uh, they're going to be reporting in about four weeks' time. All right, without getting overly complicated here, why is this okay? Why has NASI and other researchers decided it's all right if you've had AstraZeneca to move on to these uh, other vaccines, the mRNA vaccines? Because I think, Dr. Outen, to the average person, mixing vaccines doesn't make sense. Well, I'll point out that there is certainly precedent for this. You know, perhaps I would say in, in most people's general experience, they haven't come across this as an issue because it's sort of something that you just go to usually to your uh, general practitioner. You get your vaccine appropriate to the, uh, your age and, your, uh, and, and where you are, and you don't do too much thinking about it. But we do have uh, precedent for this exact phenomenon. So when it comes to uh, being vaccinated against streptococcus pneumoniae, there's two different vaccine uh, strategies that are through two different uh, vaccines uh, that, uh, in fact, as it turns out, if you mix and match, you actually generally get somewhat of a better response overall compared to sticking with the same product. So I think uh, that's kind of one of the 
principles uh, in uh, in vaccinology. And I think now what people are seeing is this uh, same principle being played out here. There is support so far from animal model data that mixing seems to certainly boost the titers, like the, the, the concentrations of antibodies, and even the neutralizing antibodies, the one that really seem to uh, prevent the virus from binding to cells, whether that really translates into better long-term immunity, uh, sort of uh, longer-lasting immunity, and broader immunity against a wider range of variants. Again, there's been hints that is the case, and we're going to know the answer to this, I think, very soon when those two trials that I mentioned will be reporting. Okay. In the infectious diseases community, and to people uh, like yourself, Dr. Outen, was this a surprise, or was this kind of something that was anticipated or, or expected? I think this, uh, at least from my perspective, this certainly was uh, anticipated. I wasn't sure if they were going to be issuing this statement before those two trials uh, were actually reported, uh, which turns out to be the case. You know, to me, uh, one more month, I'm not sure how much of a benefit announcing this now rather than waiting for that data uh, would be. But I think the fundamental messages have to be there's clearly no concern about any major uh, uh, safety issue here by mixing and matching. You know, there are cert- there may be a, an increase in local side effects, but these are generally expected to be brief, you know, perhaps lasting one day, two days at the outside, and nothing at all long-term and certainly no issues about having this be uh, a cause of reduced response to uh, vaccination. There are There is at least some preliminary data to expect that this will actually wind up giving a boosted uh, sort of overall better response, although, uh, you know, the final data we remain to, uh, to see in a few weeks from now. What sort of effect do you anticipate this will have on the vaccine rollout in this country? Is this going to accelerate things significantly, do you think? It, this should accelerate things because it means that the current uh, supply chains that we have can be more easily used that if, as we've seen before, there's a sudden uh, unexpected uh, shortage for a substantial time of one of the products, like for example Moderna, then you at least have the support of the available evidence to be able to switch over and use, in this case, for example, Pfizer instead of uh, Moderna. So it certainly makes some of the logistics easier. I think it will make uh, it easier to get people to that all-important second dose of the two-dose uh, vaccine. So overall, I think this is another piece of good news in Canada's ongoing general successes with uh, the vaccination strategy. All right. If this mixing and matching, Dr. Adden, if it significantly increases the uh, antibody uh, response, is this uh, also going to help us uh, maybe fend off uh, a possible uh, fourth uh, wave? Does this uh, put us in a, a better position? I think it does on two levels. One is that if it means you can get more of the population to get that important second dose sooner, that's inevitably a good thing. And then there's that whole aspect of whether mixing and matching actually produces a broader immune response that might be more uh, effective against more of the different variants. And so there's two reasons to expect that this would help uh, not only Canada's response, but uh, response anywhere that they're using similar vaccine products.
Just finally, uh, you're there in uh, Montreal, and there was a significant lessening of uh, restrictions there a week or so ago. The curfew uh, dropped. Uh, we saw 2,500 fans in the Bell Center for the hockey game on a Saturday night. Saw a lot of them uh, in front of the Bell Center celebrating uh, last yeah. night. Uh, what's the general mood there right now? Uh, well, I think uh, everybody is somewhat, uh, at least everybody of my age bracket, is a little bit tired after a fairly uh, late night last night. Uh, <laughs> but I would say that overall, despite the uh, hockey victory, if you're looking just at the uh, pandemic side of things, I think people are really looking forward to having a summer where we can get back into some of the things that make the summer so pleasant. The life on the terraces, uh, the you know having a glass of wine uh, with some friends at least outdoors right now. These are all things that people really I think missed last summer and can't wait to get back to. I'm still urging people to be cautious because yes, although things are going relatively well in Quebec and in most parts of Canada, uh, we're still not there. We still have only a very small proportion of our population who have had that second dose. So even though things are going well, that doesn't mean that that things are perfect. We've still got to govern ourselves carefully, still follow the uh, precautionary uh, rules around distancing, limiting contact uh, with others for prolonged periods, especially uh, indoors, because people are, are simply not yet fully vaccinated and there still is the potential for transmission. All right. Well, life is uh, pretty good in Montreal today after the uh, win last night. Again, uh, congratulations. And uh, by the way, uh, thanks uh, for the kind words about our goaltender. Uh, you got a pretty good goaltender there in Montreal as well, by the way. Thank you kindly. <laughs> okay. Dr. Matthew Outen with us from the Montreal Jewish General Hospital.